Welcome to the Top of the Morning Show. It's your girl, TT from the D. And I want to say salute to my son's football team, the Birmingham Patriots. Their season ended for them yesterday, and they didn't take the win, but they played with a lot of heart. And I am extremely proud of not only my son, but every young man that took the field each and every time. It's not easy going out there and having to knuckle up or line up, face your opponents, but it takes heart. And they learned, if nothing else, how to work together like the band of a hand. Brotherhood. True brotherhood on the field. So I want to say salute. And boys, you guys did a great, great job yesterday. And each and every time you went out on the field. For all the times you didn't take that W, just know there were really no losses. Because you went out there to play and you gave it all you got. So I just want to say that this morning. I also want to say... Happy, happy Monday to all of the people who are retired. Y'all are crossing my mind because one day I can only hope to get to that point in life. But right now, I just want to say enjoy life to the best of your ability, whatever that looks like for you. Don't let nobody stress you out. You worked hard all your years. Whatever that looks like if you did 30, maybe some of you have done 25 and could retire because you had the age. It just depends. If you've done more than 30 and you decide, you know what, I'm going to set it down. I'm going to set it down. Enjoy your life. And for all the people that are grieving, my God, may the Lord continue to cover you and guide you in this season of your life. There are really no words we can really give to people uh, when they're grieving. Um, We can offer our condolences. We can give love and prayer and hugs and support the best way we know how, but there are really no words. But this morning, the topic for my show, um, it's been a lot of heaviness going around. We're, We're seeing And some of you are not seeing and probably have no clue exactly what's really going on. The ugliness of the war that's happening overseas. Um, it's, it's, It's devastating. That's to say the least. If you guys have Instagram, I would encourage you to follow Sean King. He has been delivering videos Uh, sharing from journalists overseas and it has been nothing short of just terrible very terrible to say the least Uh, heartbreaking disturbing sad you name it it has been something but the person that you would want to follow to get real live footage of what's really going on overseas through instagram um, and he's legitimate. It's not just a person that's getting something and forwarding. He has 4.1 million followers. He does the work. He does the work by getting the information. And he has been bringing us nonstop. He is dedicated to give us the truth, y'all. The truth. There are... It's disturbing. So let me say that. Um, to, it's very disturbing. I've cried many times Uh the last couple of days watching the war, watching these babies, these children, these human beings, more so be the children, the lifeless bodies, parents grieving cries that I've not ever heard in my life. Just 
something and I I have been battling that I want to share it because I want you to see it. But at the same time, I don't want you to see it, but I want you to know about it. See what we don't want to have to look at, what we don't want to deal with, what we don't want to see. The men, women, boys and girls are dealing with it right now. Life is being stolen at this very moment. And what was so heartbreaking is to watch a video of a leader, allegedly from Israel, saying the horrible, cruel things he was saying and giving such an ugly charge. It's a war crime activated every second, it seems like. And this isn't just a war. This is murder. They're murdering overseas right now during this war and there's no winners but they're everybody's losing everybody's losing so today um this also hit home um i have some extended family who are grieving i have family members that are grieving and um there's never really a, a, a really I'm not going to even say easy way. There is really no way that you could really provide the type of level of comfort that a person needs. Whether they're losing a husband, a wife, a child, a, lo- yeah, a big mama, papa, a cousin, uncle, aunt, it doesn't matter. When you lose someone, it, it, it's just no easy way. So today we're going to talk about bereavement grieving the loss of a loved one because it's happening every day right now it's happening every day and what we're witnessing the world is in full chaos mode right now the few things that we can compare I think to the pain of losing someone you love um, although it's an it's unavoidable some things are avoidable like war that's avoidable. If we learn how to communicate and talk, if we stop trying to rule people and control people for materialistic things or land that's not yours. At the end of the day, this land, I don't care if you went to a, a court and bought that this land wasn't yours. It wasn't yours. So mankind, the government has figured out a way to just constantly make money on something that they don't even got the right to have and we go for broke trying to own something and we build and we invest and we give and then you got people who feel like oh well oh they got more than us okay let's take it they're not going to share with us or we can't have what they have so we'll just take it it's like wow wow so we're just not even going to try to communicate and negotiate we're just going to take it okay right But there's better ways to do things. So let's jump into this because I'm not going to hold you long this morning. What is bereavement? Well, bereavement is the grief and the mourning experience that follows the death of someone that we know, someone that we love. And if you're an empath, you don't necessarily have to know people. I don't know personally, not one person that I'm witnessing when I watch those horrific videos that I told you you can find on Sean King and that's S-H-A-U-N 
K-I-N-G Instagram page. He's sharing what journalists, like journalists over there are witnessing. See, the the media we rely on, Channel 247, whatever the stations are in your city, your state, they're not giving us that. Oh, no. See, we would panic. We would be grieving we would demand change we would demand some things and so they're gonna keep you occupied with all the other shit okay and there's a lot of stuff going on right now in our backyards right things we see and some things y'all act like y'all don't see and when people like myself go and try to bring your attention to it we're labeled conspiracy theorists and things like that and i'm like i'll be whatever you call me my name is ct but call me what you like I choose not to walk around with rose colored glasses I don't know about some of you and I know some of you like I'm with you sis I'm with you friend yeah cause walking around with rose colored glasses is just not going to let me let you in on a secret it's not gonna make nothing happen uh, that's supposed to happen magically it takes work we gotta put in the work okay but getting back to what the bereavement what bereavement is as we know life and death is a part of the inevitable part of life it's not something we can avoid we're going to lose people as long as we live and one day someone will lose us it's a part of the process of living whether it's a close friend it's your spouse it's your child your partner your parents a relative it's going to be overwhelming and it don't I'm not going to say measure it like how you would say what's heavier, a thousand pound, a thousand pound car or a thousand pound elephant. Okay. They're both a thousand pound, but we would go back and forth to argue back in my younger ignorant days. I would say, uh, duh, a thousand pound elephant because it could smash a car. And then some people might say, no, a thousand pound car because it's made. Well, the old cars used to be made of metal. I don't know what we driving. I was like plastics, like kit cars. Right. But a thousand pounds is a thousand pounds. A death is a death. If a person died from terminal illness or if they die from an accident if they die peacefully it's still death we're still going to miss them it's not going to sting any less now it's probably going to be more horrific when it's a horrific death if it's something that could have been avoided but you're still going to go through the roller coasters of emotions and you have to understand that they're going to be difficult days who said they're not I can say they get better day by day. Now, what does that day by day look for look like to you? I don't know. Does that mean, TT, are you saying it's going to be like a month, a year? If I, I, it could be the rest of your life for all I know. I have no idea. But I do know because I've lost a lot of close people. I've lost a parent. I've lost a child. So it's, it, 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 it's hard. It's very hard right we don't know but you have to acknowledge your feelings one day you could feel like you're in despair one day you could be numb you could feel regret anger guilt shock there's so many emotions that you will find yourself going through and experiencing because it's called grieving bereavement isn't limited to the emotional responses 
See, grief at the death of a loved one can also trigger physical reactions. You could become sick. People stop eating. They lose weight. They have difficulty sleeping. Illnesses start to set up in the body. Aches and pains. Your immune system. All kind of stuff goes on. Some people turn to drugs. Some people turn to alcohol. They want to numb the pain. But let me be clear. Let me let you know something. Drugs and alcohol. It it, it don't even numb the pain. It doesn't. You might be so incoherent because you're so drunk or high that you forget for the moment but oh my friend when you wake up not only maybe you might have a headache or a hangover or you're just terribly ill you gonna remember what you were trying to hide from and and that's the problem we can't hide from it this is when we tap into our resources this is when we tap into our support systems around us no matter how much pain You're going to encounter because you will. I'm not trying to water it down. It's not easy. Trouble doesn't last always. It doesn't. Now, losing a spouse or a partner, that brings on a whole nother level of stress because a lot of times you're building futures. You're you're living your life with your partner, with your spouse, And you share things. Taking care of your child or children if you have one or some. Financial responsibilities. And then the one that hits us a lot, not having life insurance, is a big, big problem globally. We could barely afford rent and these high-ass car notes and put decent, healthy food on the table, let alone pay for an insurance policy and the highest car insurance. Let's go there. They got so many things put in place to make us lose money. The rich get richer. And I ain't mad at nobody, but don't rob from the ones that's just getting by. They should have it where you have a minimum of life insurance paying for by the government. Y'all tax us on every damn thing there is. Everything except food. So why you can't just give us life insurance? Because at the end of the day, you know that everybody's going to die. But guess why? You you know why they probably can't? Because it's a money-making industry. I hate to say that. And I don't want to sing out cold, but it's real. It costs you to die. It costs you to be born. It's crazy. You got a high-ass doctor bill when you go into the hospital. That's why so many people do their birth at home. Natural birth. Doulas at home. Because guess what? I don't got to have all this and you charging me $75 for one Tylenol pill. Are we serious people? Y'all better look at those itemized doctor bills we be getting. Because all we do is see the lump sum. But what are they charging you for? It's amazing. It's crazy. It's crazy and it's sad. But when you lose a spouse or a partner, not only does the stress level go up because this is the person you share your life with, but what about financial responsibilities? What if your spouse or partner was the one that took care of everything? What do you do? What if you never worked? What do you do? What if, you know, people feel like, oh, I'll be here. You don't know that. You could also be healthy as an ox and still pass away. Losing a parent is difficult. 
especially for children. Imagine all those people over this in this war right now that's losing their children, that's losing their spouses, their partners, their family members. It's going to bring forth so much trauma and hatred and misplaced emotions and feelings and a number of other things that I can't even fathom. But imagine being a child and you are without a parent. Right now, as I was looking at those videos yesterday, the last time I looked at the count, there were... about that everybody the technology is a mug so as I was talking about if you lose your, you know your spouse or your your significant other then I got to the parents um, being over there and losing parents and those children that are over during this war on I only know one side because one side is being reported you know war is back and forth back and forth but they are it, it looks like one side is just playing totally unfair. Like, I mean, war is not fair. We're not going to be like, okay, so your turn to launch a missile. No, it doesn't go like that. But when you're totally playing unfair, it's crazy. But I was saying before I got uh, kicked out of the system that there were 800 babies as of yesterday that weren't claimed, that made it to the hospital, thank God. But their parents are assumed, their families are presumed dead. Can you imagine 800 children without parents? What's going to happen to those babies? So think about those parents that don't know where their babies are, have no line of communication, have no vehicle, no, no way to know nothing their grief and the ones that unfortunately had to carry their deceased child right acknowledge it losing a friend one of the journalists over there was friends with twin friend like twin he had friends that were twins since they were children and they both got killed they weren't a part of the war they were casualties of this war as many of these people are. The, it doesn't matter how you lose someone, whether they're sick or a tragedy or just natural causes. Loss is loss. Grief is grief. And you have to learn to accept your grief and deal with it. Some people cry. Some people yell. Some people just don't get moved. Don't be judgmental because we all grieve differently. So let me say that. Some of y'all might say, I wouldn't be able. Okay, that's you. She may do it differently. He may do it differently. Some people don't want to speak about it. That doesn't mean they don't acknowledge it. They just are at a point right now in that season of their lives that they can't. So respect that. Allow them to heal at the pace and the rate that they can. Because grief doesn't always move through stages. And there are stages. Denial, anger, the bargaining, the depression, the acceptance. But it don't always go in that order. Like I said earlier, it's like a roller coaster. 
but you got to be patient and know that there'll be moments you might walk in a room that that loved one occupied or you may see a article of clothing or a photo or you might hear a song it took me whoo it took me about I say about 15 years before I could hear a song by Aaliyah that was the one of my childhood best friend's favorite songs I couldn't listen to it because it would make me cry it would give me my memories and I just like I can't and then I finally would start listening and cry but I would just keep on until now I can sing it and I smile because I know it was one of her favorite songs before she left this life when their birthdays roll around don't act like it ain't their birthday because if they were here you would acknowledge it so acknowledge it I don't care what that looks like for you again however you need to do it you do it don't let nobody tell you how to do anything when it comes to grieving except respect it right Talk to other people that know that person or know them. And y'all decide if y'all want to do something. Hey, y'all want to, you know, release some balloons or do we want to have a little celebration? Do we want to go to the cemetery if they're buried? Do we want to go to where we put their ashes? Whatever that looks like. I don't know. Talk. Communicate. And let me be clear about something else. Because I did this. And I'm talking from experience. When my childhood best friend was killed in 94, I vowed that I would never let anybody get as close to me as she was. Because that death was devastating for me. I'm an empath. I didn't know that growing up, but I know now. And I just said, I can't. Because God knows, I almost didn't make it. I tried to take myself up out of here one time from that situation. And because I just couldn't deal with it. I didn't know how. I was just overwhelmed. I was grieved. I was sad. I just, I felt like nobody understood. I, I just, I just couldn't. And I just didn't want to deal with it. And then in the matter of how it happened, it was just too much. And so I thank God that I was able to see another way after the attempt. But I found myself allowing myself to get close to a couple of girlfriends of mine. Um, and then I found myself also falling back like, yeah, no, nah, I'm not doing that. And then I come up to realize I've gotten myself close to one of my girlfriends, like really, really close. That reminds me sometime. And what's so crazy is that their birthdays are one day apart. So I'm like, <laughs> woo, that was a lot. And and I fought it for a long time when I realized, like, I, I love my friend. Like, I love my sister friend. And she was my sister friend. And my, my sister friend has gone on to heaven almost 30 years ago. There'll never be anyone that could ever take her place. But I have opened my heart to be able to love a sister friend. Like I love her, not loved, because we never stop loving those that impact us, those that are in our lives, those that, you know, that God has blessed us to be with, know, create moments and memories with. I just have been able to open up that wound because God allowed it to heal, because I allowed it to be open. And I say all that to say, 
with bereavement and grieving. Support one another. Seek support. Lean on your family. Lean on your friends. Focus on those who are good listeners. Okay? When you're grieving the loss of someone you love, a family member, a child, a significant other, the most important thing is to feel heard. And as much as we, the people that are empathic, we want to, what can we do? How can we help? What can, that's me. That's always me. I do know that sometimes I just need to be present and be quiet and just listen. And that's all they need. They don't need anything else. But, you know, we want to, what can we do? What can we do? Just be quiet and listen. That's all. So, as I end this show, because this is a very long show this morning, I apologize. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. I just want us to take a moment and to respect how we're feeling. Whatever that looks like. Don't let nobody tell you where you should be at this moment if you are in a grieving or the mourning season of life. Some are grieving and it's been a year, two years, three years, four years. And people are like, oh my God, you still... Yes, they are. Until they are ready to move to the next level, leave them alone. Let them heal. They will heal, but give them space and give them time. Who are you, sir, man, boy, girl, to rush someone? Let them go through the process just like you have to. Just like you will have to when your day comes to have to grieve and mourn. And I want you to extend the same love and the same patience and peace and forgiveness that you would want extended to you. Well, that's all I have for you on this amazing Monday. I'm traveling today for work, so I'll be doing the rest of my shows from another state, but I will be giving it to you at 6 a.m. for the top of the morning show. I'm excited about my tap in Tuesday because I got an idea, but I don't really know how that's going to go, so we're going to see. But in the meantime, it's your girl TT from the D, and I'll see you soon.